You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. As always, we start with how the markets have been performing. And joining me to take a look at some of the market movements throughout today is Head of Research at F&B Wealth and Investment, Chantal Marks. Good evening, Chantal. Always happy to speak to you. The RAND showing some signs of life, gaining about a percent against the majors. What happened? Well, the the RAND is a lot stronger today. um, And it does seem to be the RAND specifically. So my thinking is that it could just be a, a technical reversal. We had some extreme weakness over the last few days. Um, in the wake of some really good strengths during the budget speech. Um, and that just kind of faded over the last few days. Speaking of things that have uh, been interesting move over the last couple of days, I had a look. I don't know if you're watching the, the crypto space. I was chatting to um, Henku Kriar about it a little earlier on and to Aldrin. Uh, but Bitcoin motoring on towards 57,000 as if nothing's happened. Uh, I think I saw about a billion in inflows into a Bitcoin ETF that was reported uh, late last night in US session. Um, cryptos seem to be the craze at the moment. Well, crypto crazes fade and then they come back again pretty strongly it's it's an extremely volatile asset class if you believe that it is an asset class and um, i think that you are getting a lot of interest into these crypto assets and in bitcoin into bitcoin in particular because of these etf flows so previously people would have to own bitcoin directly and now they can go through a, an exchange traded fund and and perhaps it's just a it's another vehicle of getting access to the crypto space and perhaps a vehicle that people feel a little bit more comfortable with because they are aware what an ETF is and what it does because they, they are literally thousands of them around tracking uh, mostly equities but fixed income products as well and now Bitcoin. Speaking of equities, Chantal, let's look at some of the movements throughout today. I saw that a couple of guys made headlines in terms of uh, significant movements, uh, the, the likes of Sassfin off the back of uh, that announcement or rather i don't know if it's an allegation of sorts uh by sars uh looking to recover 4.7 or close to 5 billion rand from them for what they believed uh they could not recover from gold leaf tobacco um share price on sasfin was down about seven percent there as a result of that i suppose the market might have had a knee-jerk reaction to just uh, seeing a big number in a headline Yes, it's a massive number in the context of the size of, of Sasfin. And I think that Sasfin is feeling quite confident in the fact that they don't actually own SARS this amount because they are not even going to provide for it in their financial statements. So uh, they think it's a it's a spurious claim from, from SARS and that they'll win when it goes to court. Obviously, it's going to take some time for them to resolve this. Uh, they actually mentioned in the update as well that they, um, they're going to defend the claim and and it involves a defendant trial action, and it is only likely to come to trial in several years' time. So my thinking is that this could be an overhang, even though the company is quite confident. Uh, it'll be in the back of investors' minds. Uh, you'll you'll recall that when Coronation first faced that um, that that claim by SARS against them, obviously it was something completely different. But they they kind of quietly provided for it, but didn't fully provide for it. They were quite confident in in their in this their legal standing on the matter and um, and
and it ended up counting against them and it really hurt the company and it really hurt shareholders absolutely and um this isn't i mean coronation is one such example i mean you think of the likes of mtn as well with everything that's happening in nigeria the the on and off constant uh, legal battles or tax battles with the nigerian authorities there so it's definitely something that sits on investors minds to say if you've got this contingent liability whether it is whether it materializes or whether it is a realized uh, situation in future we are, are skeptical we're we're obviously going to be concerned as, as shareholders and as investors um, Chantal, some of the other movements throughout the day, uh, I saw that a lot of the uh, mining stocks, even though we had resource counters uh, looking to finish the day in the green and the resources finishing in the green, some of the mining guys didn't have such a good day. But those that did have a good day, the likes of Sasol, up 4%. The stock's been uh, taking quite a bit of a, a knocking uh, of late. So it's nice to see them up for a change. Yeah, so again, I mean, very similar to, to what we saw in the round, I think that Sassel's move is is quite opportunistic because we've had that extreme weakness. And if you look at the valuation for Sassel currently, I think it's trading on a Ford P of under three times. That's a massive discount to, to its peer group. And I think at some point, it just starts screaming, uh, screening so attractively uh, that investors can't help themselves but get involved. I do think, though, that the risks are quite elevated for Sassel. They have some serious uh, feed stock issues that they need to resolve over the next few years. At, in the, at the same time, I do think that they're at a bit of a cyclical low point, uh, particularly when it comes to chemical prices. And in the next year or so, chemical prices should become a little bit more supportive for them. So at least near-term profitability is expected to recover. But it's a very difficult one to call. What one that isn't as difficult to call that caught me by surprise today that I was looking at was uh, EOH. We, we don't often see EOH have any significant moves, and they put out an announcement today saying that uh, the chairman Andrew uh, Mtembu is stepping in as interim CEO until they find a CEO, and the market seems to have loved that. The share price moving six percent uh, to the upside. Obviously, uh, EOH has been struggling along for quite some time, but they've made some significant and changes and some strategic changes and I suppose this is one of them that the market absolutely liked. Yeah, so I think that they've put in a massive effort over the last few years to clean up that portfolio and clean up the business generally and just make it a a much more well-oiled machine and a little bit like easier to understand for for investors as a start. Um, and Stephen Van Collar did a fantastic job. And I mean, he had a specific term that he was willing to to be at the helm. And I think that because they're not 100% complete with that transformation, the fact that the chairman is sticking stepping in probably provides them with some really good continuity from a management and a leadership perspective. And I think it's a safe pair of hands to to kind of execute the last leg of EOH's transformation strategy. There's still a lot that needs to be done in that business. I think there's still a lot that needs to be done to gain back shareholder trust because the share is still trading at extremely depressed valuations and profitability hasn't yet picked up to 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 a level where what or to a level that we were used to at least of um 
as EOH shareholders of yore, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, EOH was the market darling. And it's definitely not as profitable as it was back then. Mm. I take your point on Stephen Van Kola. I remember speaking to him when he reported the, I think it was the last set of results before uh, we discussed his departure and the fact that he would not be staying on beyond his tenure. Uh, he, he and the team uh, at the time certainly have gone through uh, leaps and bounds to try and get the business uh, back on track. Um, Chantal, speaking of darlings of the market, what did you particularly like today? Or what are you liking at the moment uh, as we sort of wrap up the month of February and look at the at the rest of the year? So I had a look at Motus and Supergroup's results. So they're not exactly the same businesses, but they do kind of play in the same space. And they are both interest rate sensitive companies. And they actually managed to deliver pretty decent numbers in an extremely constrained environment. And I think once we start stepping into the second half of this year, interest rate cuts start coming through, the pressure on the consumer and business balance sheet subside a bit, you could see a company like Motus and a company like Supergroup performing particularly well and it's not just because we will see profitability improve but they're trading at extremely depressed valuations so there's there's likely to be a bit of a valuation uplift as well does that mean you're extending that same feeling to the likes of transaction capital that are looking to list uh, that we buy cars business obviously not the same (laughs) as supergroup but also kind of the same wheelhouse I do think that structurally you have a bit more issues within SA Taxi. We need to kind of get a better sense of what that restructured business looks like. I think we'll get a better idea once they release uh, results again. That should come through in about May. Uh, but I mean, before that, they are planning to to list We Buy Cars. I think there's a lot to be excited about in the We Buy Cars business. It's also an interest rate sensitive business. They've already started seeing an improvement uh, post their, their heavy dip um, in the in the first half of, of last year. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm cautiously optimistic but I'm a little bit scared still about what's going on with SA Taxi. <laughs> um, Chantal, I don't know if you've had a look at We Buy Cars in, in any great detail, um, but I remember they said they were looking to uh, raise at least 750 million rand through that listing. Do you think that target makes sense? Have you done the numbers to, to see if that 750 lines up? So we are still very aggressively working on our spreadsheets <laughs> to 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 really get a firm answer there. But from first glance, I think that it is reasonable. I mean, this is this is more about what transaction capital needs in order to future proof its business away from we buy cars. Um, and I, I do think that they'll be able to to get that. They, the we buy cars business is is a really, really um, solid business. I think the 750 is actually going to we buy cars. And then there's going to be a sell down of we buy cars by uh, transaction capital that will finance their balance sheet. I think if you're looking at we buy cars, a 750 million rand uh, capital raise will really help them um, improve their kind of growth footprint that's already pretty strong. Um, expectations are still very strong. It's a highly fragmented market. Um, they aim to be a trusted kind of secondhand dealer where there's historically been a trust deficit. So, um, yeah, I think that I think they'll be able to to make that work.
Well, I look forward to seeing that spreadsheet when you're done with it, Chantal. Please <laughs> shoot it over. I'm interested to look at uh, some of the numbers because we've definitely seen many different sides of this business and various aspects that have come to the fold. I mean, everything from leadership change at Transaction Capital to the uh, SA taxi business concerns that you raised. So I'm interested to see at least how the numbers line up and whether or not we can make sense of it. But we'll leave it at that for now. Uh, thanks as always for your insights and your contributions. That's Chantal Marks, who is head of research Research at FNB Wealth and Investments, uh, joining me to take a look at some of the market movements throughout the day, as well as share some thoughts on some of the counters that we keep an eye on. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.